We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tries to win it. Hang your wins. The Missouri Tigers and the Kansas Jayhawks. Welcome, everybody, to the Border War Podcast on the Kansas City Sports Network. We are presented by 360 Vodka. I'm Jarrett Sutton, joined, as always, by Jeff Hawkins. Jeff, what's What's going on, man? Oh, nothing much, man. March Madness, Final Four, baby. (laughs) I was just saying, like, coming down to to do this podcast, I thought, gosh, we're talking about a Final Four. Kansas is in it. Uh, It's great for locally, both of us living here in Kansas City. Uh, It's exciting for, for college basketball fans, excited for... Your alma mater, which now yeah, has sure. the most, we got to just <laughs> off the bat. I'll just let you puff your chest out, bro. Kansas with right, the most wins go. now. Uh, there it is. There uh, it is. I, I want to puff it too much, man. I might hey, pack a bone or something. Uh, uh, there we go. You're yeah. part of a lot of those wins, dude. You're part of a lot of those wins. It's a small part of them, not, not a lot. Right, I don't man. know how many a lot. That's over two thousand, man. Just a. <laughs> Hey, just to start out, like, what's your thoughts on just the Final Four being these schools? Like, is yeah. how cool is that? I mean, yeah. like Villanova, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina. I mean, that's that's four big time powerhouse basketball programs. Yeah. That to me is, in any sort of basketball fan, I think is going to be fired up about this Final Four. I, well, for one, the NCAA has to be very happy. Absolutely, Two, CBS is not. Yeah. CBS is not. <laughs> <laughs> why this final four is on tbs and not cbs yeah. they're not but continue now new orleans very happy i mean it's it's a great field duke north carolina matchup you know coach case farewell goodbye uh coach williams is gone you know hubert davis you know is taking some heat you know he coached them all the way to the final four so it's gonna be a fun to see that matchup and you know that that's a rival so to see those two going at it and then obviously you got you know KU and, and Villanova, and you know Villanova's history, and uh, obviously they they knock KU out, and KU's uh, obviously looking to 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 want to get some revenge with Villanova. So that's going to be a, a a heated, intense game, and it's just going to be a, a fun environment uh, down in New Orleans, man. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm I'm excited to get down there. I know you're going down yeah. now as, as well for NABC stuff. Yes. Uh, we're, we're going to be down there as a staff in New Orleans. So I, I can't wait. It's supposed to be in like the seventies. It's going to be great weather. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> hey, uh, I did want to touch on just a lot's been made of the Villanova Kansas matchup in the final four in 2018. And yeah. 
I would say that that Kansas team was better suited to win a national championship than this Kansas team. Oh, yeah. They just went up against a buzzsaw in yeah. Villanova. I mean, that was Devontae, Svee, Svee LeGerald, Malik. Yeah. You know, when Malik was going off. Yeah. Uh, Kansas was a great – Doak was on that team, obviously. That's a great Kansas team uh, that came off the Elite Eight winning against Duke, you know, with Grayson Allen yep. and those guys. I think it was an overtime win. If I'm not mistaken, one of the better college basketball NCAA tournament games, Elite Eight games. Yeah. I, this year is so different yeah. in this matchup, right? <laughs> I'm like I mean, laughing like you say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's so different. And I I really believe, like, I've start, I just looking at Kansas' season, everything that's gone on, everything that's transpired, I have this thing that Kansas, this is the, the team of destiny this year. Yeah. And let me, I'm, I, I think it has a lot to do with a couple things. Like, Ochai Baji said they're doing this for the 2020 team that couldn't play in the NCAA tournament. I think there's more yeah. to this. Like, yes, some teams have lost that's helped Kansas path, but yeah. like Justin Moore went down with an injury. Now yeah. he still can't overlook Villanova. Yeah. But even like the load the wagons, right? Coach Self's dad yeah. passes away. Uh, I just think there's a lot of things that are just like going in Kansas's favor. And that's a good thing because there's been times where it hasn't gone. In their favor, are you getting that sense at all? Like, what's your where's where are you oh, at right now? Hey, right now, man, I'm just trying to I'm just riding the wave until the wave dies out, man. I don't want to get too high, don't want to get too low, but it Fair does. Enough. I mean, but it does feel like to, it, it does feel good to be a, a Jayhawk. Like, I mean, I walk into work, you know, once they get to the final four, and I'm, I mean, I have some Missouri fans that I, I work with, but they're great. Trust me, they're great. And they're like, geez, you're smiling today. Or you're really smiling today. I'm like, uh, not really. It's kind of my normal day, but it's a I mean, it's a big deal. And I mean, I think I feel I mean, Jayhawk fans are really kind of licking their chops. They think they have a really good shot. Um, but you know, still it's it's still one game at a time. Uh this Villanova team, like you said, with Justin Moore going down, who averages about 15 points for him. That's still you still can't overlook this team. Um any 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 uh team that's you go against Villanova you know they're well coached Jay does a great job and then they, you know have they have Colin Gillespie who's a a, a a proven winner as well too who's gonna provide a lot of leadership and guidance to some of these younger guys who may not have been in a moment like this so uh but as a Jayhawk fan you're excited uh you a lot of things you do feel the Lotha wagon um, a lot of those little little th- deals uh you really feel like they are playing for something that is more than just a national championship is something that's a little bit deeper. And I think Jayhawk fans are really starting to, to, to get onto it. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm on board as well too. So I'm, it's exciting to be a, a Jayhawk for sure. No doubt. I going into this matchup too, we were touching on just Justin Moore being out. Yeah. I was had a chance to listen to Jay Wright today. And, you know, I, I think they're, what they're going to do is play Brian Antoine with, who is a big time recruit coming out of high school and has been hammered with injuries throughout his career. And he's a really good guard, actually. Um, probably hasn't had the college career, you would think. He's going to get an opportunity. Yeah. And so I, you, you can't overlook this team. I do expect Caleb Daniels to probably jump into the Justin Moore role, who's fully capable, who shoots close to 40% yeah. from three. The point being is Villanova's a machine. 
And yeah. I, I, I know it's, up, it's next guy up. And I was just yeah. about to say, like, I hate to use the cliche, but there it's so true, man. I mean, yeah. like they all are, it's not to call them like robots, but it's like, they all know the yeah. system inside and out. And yeah. one guy going down any other team. Okay. I definitely am like, that's a big blow. And it still is their second leading score. And yeah, Justin for did, sure. did so much for that team. So it is still a loss. But there's just something about how Villanova operates. I think I think there's going to be guys that step up. So the point being is you you and I know you're you're in this kind of category. You cannot overlook Villanova at all. Yeah, um, they they can beat you. And if they play their best game, uh, they are frustrating because they don't make mistakes. And yep. Kansas played their best half against Miami in that second half. That's yeah. a great that's a great sign going into the final four yeah. because. Kansas has played tight. They've had slow starts. Um, Ochai, I, w- I don't even want to call it a slump or funk. Um, I think even Coach Self said like he's just not getting a lot of shots. He's just not getting yeah. a lot of a lot of looks. And they're they give Kansas credit. I mean, they found ways to win. Like Providence came back, got a lead in the second half. Yep. They called timeout, shut the door, run away with a win. Miami, they're down six at the half. Second half, it's a totally different ball game. So we're going into this matchup, understanding the injury of Villanova. What what was your takeaway after the Miami win in that second half? Is there anything that jumped out to you where you're thinking this could catapult them? And because because as Coach Self said afterwards, now you're in the Final Four. Like now you yeah. should be like, hey, we we've made it here. Yeah. Now go play is what he said. Yeah. I think that's a great point. Yeah, and you know, to me, I thought it was you know really defense and. If you go from an offense, uh, you know, transition, you know, their their transition game really sparked and which their defense, you know, only holding Miami to 15 points in the in the second half. You mean I mean, that that goes to show you that they were locked in mentally from a defensive standpoint and physically they were ready to go. They didn't care what it what may transpire or happen. They didn't care. You know, they just they just locked in, guarded, did whatever they had to do. And I think if they can guard that way, I mean, this is going to be a scary team if they can get locked in. Now, holding, um, you know, these teams to 15 points, I mean, that's going to be tough. But if you lock in defensively like you did when you held Miami to 15 points, it's going to be tough for any team to score, especially if you can do that for a full full game. That's going to be tough. So I think if they can lock in defensively, which is going to lead to them getting stops and be able to get out and run, and in transition, and I think that's where CB and Ochai are really effective when they can get out and hit the wings and run and get that pitch ahead. Yep. Uh, it was great to see David McCormick and Mitch Lightfoot yeah. play so well, too. Yeah. Um, you know, especially Mitch coming back from the injury. David's had his inconsistencies at times. But, you know, when, when David is good, as everybody knows, this team plays at a different level. Um, especially when, you know, he's efficient and finishing shots, finishing plays, making free throws. Uh, that to me is another big takeaway. Uh, Mitch, there, there's times and I didn't know how healthy Mitch would be going into these games. And even in the Providence game, like he went in the game and he plays so hard, he can block shots. He, He obviously knows what he's supposed to, he knows his job. Uh, he's a team first guy. And he just gave Kansas great minutes in, yeah. in the, that Miami game. But he gave him great minutes in the Providence game. I mean, you, you can throw Mitch out there yeah. for six, seven minutes, and he's going to do something positive. That's yeah. such a weapon for Bill Self that I think is underrated. You, you're right. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, McCormick playing good. But I think, you know, moving forward, not only does McCormick have to play well, but I think Mitch does too. And 
because, you know, I think a lot of the time this season and a lot of Jayhawk fans, I heard them, you know, they, they, they get on McCormick, you know, McCormick, you know, I mean, you lose Doke, you lose a lot, a lot of bigs and you, you, and McCormick's just forced to do it by himself. I totally understand, uh, you know, where McCormick could probably be like, wow. I mean, it's just me guys. Come on, relax. But I think he needs a, he needs a supporting cast as a big too. So when he's not in the game, uh, Mitch, I think Mitch, it's on both of them to, to be able to come up and play good. But I think if they could, you know, together at least just, you know, get at, at least 20 points together, uh, uh, you know, 25 plus, and, you know, we're doing, we're doing great. But I think if, you know, Mitch can come in and give some good minutes, it'll uh, relieve a little pressure off of McCormick and, you know, and they can kind of feed off each other because I think when you got those bigs clicking and you can score down low, it just, I mean, you know, inside, outside, it just opens everything up uh, for the outside and uh, out of control closeouts. A lot of things transpire when you can score the ball on the inside. Yep. Um, one of the things I did want to touch on is is Coach Self, I feel like, has called every right call, pushed every right button, made every right substitution, made every right timeout. Like, yeah. just going through these games, there's a reason why he's a Hall of Fame coach. And that jumped out to me. I think Kansas beat Providence in a lot of ways of how Bill Self tactically coached that game. Yeah. Um, I, I think in the Miami game, like throwing KJ Adams out there on Cam McGuffin yeah. to close the Man. half, <laughs> another big – I mean, like that's just one example of him making a second half. He puts Dewan, who's yeah. undersized, on yeah. Cam. And Dewan was fantastic yeah. <laughs> defensively. So I just feel like, you know, this team, everything is – although – they've had moments in the tournament where they just haven't looked good offensively or they've just yeah. been sluggish. They still find ways to win games. And I think that's a testament to this team is they can win in different ways. And that's yeah. a good thing. And you saw Ochai go for 18 in the Miami game. Christian played solid, but Jalen and Remy, you know, they, they played a, a, a good role, but the, the guys that really carried them were David, Christian, and Ochai. Yeah. And the games prior, it's been Remy, it's been Jalen. Yeah. So you're getting contributions <laughs> from everybody in different ways, and you've been able to win games. I, I To me, that is a really yeah. good sign. Like, touching on the 2018 team, they had just had a lot of firepower. Like, you knew, yeah. like, man, Kansas can do yeah. this. <laughs> but this team, it was like they, they're a one seed, and they have every chance in this yeah. tournament. And now you're starting to think, man, this this could be just their march, and this, this could yeah. be a destiny for them. Yeah, you know, or you know, you've made some very great points, uh, Jared. And I think that the deal with this team is that they're they're hard to scout, kind of right now. Um, like you said, Ocha, yep. yeah, he wasn't a really funk. You know, I agree. You know, he was he was just tough for him to get shots, and I think it was tough for him and CB to get shots because of how well Remy was playing. They were just kind of in the back seat, like, all right, go for it, Remy. It's, it's your show right now. Um, Cause they, you know, they've carried the team so, so much this year, but they're a hard team to scout when you don't know who's really going to go off. And I think the, you know, to me, it's Remy to me, Remy, especially in the tournament has been the, the difference maker for this team. And I think it's the Remy that everybody's been wanting to see all year, all year long, the Remy that you saw at Arizona state, but I think Remy, you know, that, that him playing with such fearlessness, man, I think that just changes the whole complex 
of how they are being scouted because you can focus in on Remy, but if you focus in on Remy, then now you have to worry about CB and Ocha. And if you focus on CB and Ocha, I mean, you got you can't forget about Jalen. I mean, you can't forget about Dewan as well. So, I mean, they're right now they're a hard team to scout, and guys that are coming off the bench are doing some good minutes. And you mentioned uh, Coach Self and his tactics, his tactics, and just how he gets them prepared. You know, that that move with K.J. Adams, I think that was almost like a, a, a momentum game saver because, you know, uh, Miami had the ball, and that was a huge stop at the end. And, you know, they were just – I think it was uh, McGusty, right, had yep. the ball. And, yep. and he was he was heating up. They were – he was a problem in the first half. And, when yep. you know, they put K.J. Adams on him, and he couldn't get a, a shot off. And K.J. Adams actually went up – and almost blocked this shot with two hands. That's just how aggressive he was on that defensive stop. But I think that gave Kansas the momentum and the push they needed defensively. Like, let's lock up defensively. We can do this. And then they come out with a second half. But I think you got to credit Coach Self for making that small adjustment to me that made such a big, huge impact for the game. One of the things we get used to hearing is if you're playing bad in the first half and you come out and play better in the second half, well, the coach must have really yelled at you and got <laughs> into you in the locker room. I thought it was so interesting that Ochai post game said that Coach Self came in and he was very calm, that he was very, you know, just stone faced a little bit of this is what we got to do offensively and defensively. And it wasn't like anger or frustration or calling guys out. Awesome. It was, you know, we're, we're, we're good and this is what we got to do. And I, I think there was a little bit of like a, we can go do this. It, it wasn't a, you know, one of these things where sometimes that's okay to get after yeah. your guys. And we, you and I have probably gone through that quite a bit at different times, but uh-huh. I just thought it was an interesting move for, for coach self. I, I, I love the move of, Hey, we're down six. We just got a big stop. Uh, that team to me, all it needed was some confidence at half, like just to kind of catapult you up. We're right there. We're going to get over this time. We're going to make a couple adjustments and this is what we're going to do. And then they went out and executed it flawlessly. And yes, they made shots. But I just the halftime conversation. I am always interested in if a team is playing really bad and then they can play a totally different half. What was the message? And so many times people go to, well, he must have just ripped the paint <laughs> yeah. off the wall. And <laughs> yeah. sometimes that's not actually yeah. the case. And yeah. in this situation, Coach Self, I thought handled it perfectly of, of what he told his team and how they came out and adjusted, which is a huge part of college basketball or just basketball in general is making adjustments in game and Kansas did that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that's also too with, you know, just coach self knowing his, knowing his team and maybe him getting a little older, you know, <laughs> uh, maybe him just getting a little Spoken older, like a true know, former so. player that played for him. That's right. <laughs> you know, getting a little older in his time, getting a little wiser, you know? Um, but you know, I, I think that's, I think that's so cool to hear. Cause I've definitely been in some, some, uh, some halftime speeches with coach self and, where you weren't doing too well. And then, you know, he gives you one of those, those good speeches and, you know, here you come, you know? So, um, but I think that's very cool that, you know, coach self can, you know, he understands his team. And, um, and I think in a moment like that, you know, he's been to that final four seeing a while as well as winning a national championship. So he kind of knows, I think in those moments, uh, especially when he can feel and, and know that his team cares, um, uh, they care about, you know, the season. They care about working hard. They care about trusting them. 
you know, he I think he feels like he doesn't have to get on him because I've seen a lot of games, even just from watching from afar. You know, Coach Self still gets on his team. Don't get me wrong. He gets on his team. But I've there's been some times I'm like, geez, you know, he's about to rip them. I'm looking in the huddle and he's smiling and laughing. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. This is something new. This is something new. So, but I think that's cool because you know, that's the one thing that coaches have the power. You know, when when the team thinks the coach is mad and the coach comes in happy, you know, sometimes that can boost the team up and vice versa, you know. Um, so I think uh you know, Coach Self does a really good job of balancing that, knowing his players and knowing kind of what they feed off of, and and I, and, and I think that's kind of, con, you know, contributes to his success. Yep. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. He does. Everybody's on their toes, right? They don't know what to expect. Yeah, like, how's Coach Self gonna handle this or that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's how you <laughs> do it. Stay on your that's, toes. That's man. true. That's true. It keeps everybody, you know, <laughs> ready, and you know, I guess trying to find a way to you win a game, you always gotta kind of have your your feet going and and have uh, a little bit of an open mind to what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, hey, so always guessing. Always, always guessing. guessing. That's right. Always <laughs> guessing. No question. Hey, Jeff, one of the things I'm looking for in this game, um, just with Villanova being – first of all, they've had a short bench throughout the yeah. tournament. Um, they've played seven guys, so now it's going to yeah. be six, maybe seven again if they play a guy that, that hasn't played a lot. Um, but, look, this Villanova team scored 50 points to yeah. beat Houston. Yeah. So they can win a game ugly. Yeah. And one of the things that I think is going to be interesting in this game is the foul discrepancy and – who is going to the free throw line? Villanova is a great free throw shooting team. Like they have, they're big, they shoot close to 80% from the line as a team. And hard, almost everybody that plays is over 78%. And the, the guys that mainly shoot them are in the upper 80s and 90s. So you want to keep them off the free throw line. You touched yeah. on Kansas' defense, and it's true. Like their defense has bailed them out more times than not in this tournament when they've had to yeah. count on it, that their defense has come through for them. They have to keep defending. They cannot put Villanova on the free throw line. Yeah. That is the most important thing. And then vice versa, to me, if I'm Kansas, I attack. And because mm -hmm. Villanova is yeah. going to be, un, you know, they're, they're not going to have the bodies. So if you get them in foul trouble, yeah. that can change the game as well. So I, I think yeah. both sides, I'm curious how the whistle goes and yeah. who's going to the line and what that looks like. Because I, I think that could possibly be a, a big impact in this game for, for both teams. 
Yeah, you said it right. I, like you know, KU they're gonna have to they're gonna have to play without Fallon, and while they have to play without Fallon, I think this is a unique team. The, the unique thing with great defensive teams is they can play without Fallon and they can still pressure the ball. So if if KU can can do that, I think that's another way. They're not as deep. You got a you got a chance to tire out their guards with Gillespie, uh, with with Harris. You know, pick them up, play. You know, guard them without fouling, pressure them, tire them out. They're not as deep. And then, like you said, on the offensive end, attack, attack. Get the, you know, try to get them, try to get to the free throw line. Which every time you get a free throw to the free throw line, that means they've committed a foul. And if they don't have a deep bench, that's to your advantage. And I think KU definitely needs to take advantage of them not really, you know, digging too deep into their bench. And, you know, KU has shown that they can dig deep into their bench. Uh, and I think Coach Self will feel confident if he has to go deep into his bench with some of those guys. So I think they need to, to again, pressure the ball without fouling. I think that's the key. Pressure, 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 but without fouling. If you guys can do that, get the ball, run it. Uh, I mean, you get the ball out in transition and run, run them, have them sprinting the whole game. And if when and when you're in a half court setting, just be aggressive, attack the rim, get them in the air, get them off balance, do whatever you have to do uh, to get them to commit cheap fouls. I mean, at this point, you want to you want to do whatever you can to to win, uh, whether it's, you know, sometimes playing a little ugly game or, you know, playing a little game that's a little bit out of your style just to mix things up. So but I think KU is going to be ready for this game. I think it's going to be a fun game. Villanova is going to be ready for this game, but I'm just excited. It's, it's Final Four, uh, so you got to expect both of these teams to be locked in, feeling the love that they've gotten for their from their fans and, you know, uh, their communities. And they're going to be ready to – both teams are going to be ready to go, man. You think there's uh, – so I, I will say I got to give a shout-out to Kansas fans too. They were great. I was in Chicago for the McDonald's All-American games, and there was the, the Kansas fans came through on Sunday because they were all at United Center, and it felt like that environment <laughs> that, you know, like the, the first couple rounds, it just felt like basketball fans in the arena, and Kansas fans came to play in that Elite Eight. There were a lot of them on my flight back to Kansas City, and there were a lot of happy fans <laughs> flying back to KC from Chicago and, and, yeah. and all the crimson and blue. I, I mean, I would there's going to be so many fans down yeah. in New Orleans. I'm so excited <laughs> to get down there. But this is going to be a little bit different because we're playing in the Caesars Dome, the, the Mercedes-Benz Dome, as, as most people remember it as, in New Orleans. It's a football venue. So it's you got to get used to that. And I'm curious to get your experience because, obviously, you've been in Final Fours. You've played yeah. in Final Fours. Is that a real adjustment is my question. Like, when you uh... go to a venue – is it is it just like riding a bike and everything's or is it different yeah. and you it's it's almost like the hickory you know uh, yeah. s- s- scene in Hoosiers where it's like oh yeah. it's still this everything's the yeah. same but, but to me to yeah. me that's what it would be like in a final yeah. four especially playing in a football venue yeah yeah I mean it would it's just to me it was the same like yeah did it look different did the did the, you know, normally used to play in a in a gym where the you know you make a layup, you maybe take a few steps, you might be able to touch the wall, you run back. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? If you make a layup in, in some of those arenas, I mean, you might have to run for about 50, 60 yards before you can get to the other side and touch a wall, maybe even farther than that. So, but to me, it never bothered me. Like, um, like I mean, I just always had a, like a shooter mentality, like. Cause they always, people would always say it messes up your shot. Well, 
<laughs> I was always curious, you know, when you go, you get to practice before you play. So you get on there, you shoot when you're like, oh, the rim still feels the same. Okay. Yep. Let's just shoot. Yep. So I think if you let it get in your head, it will get in your head and it will mess with your head. But if you're like, no, nah, that don't bother me. It's just another gym with a, a, a basket. I mean, if you, this is the deal, Jerry, if you played outside, <laughs> If you grew up playing outside as That's a hooper, true. that is Taking not going to bother you. Uh, yeah. Come on, man. I'm yep. used to making shots outside in the in the park. Come With on. The it's no bigger backdrop than that, man. Oh, yeah. There's no bigger That's backdrop true. than that. So if you can to play me, it never that, you can play in anything. <laughs> yeah, man. You can shoot at anything. So, I, I mean, it goes. You'll find out who shoots outside, who's who's been a a hooper on the outside, and who's just been on the inside in the gym. But That's right. to me, it never bothered me. It never did. When we when we played in Glendale, we uh, we were in the elite lead eight. We're going to the Sweet Sixteen. It was a Sweet Sixteen game first, and we played at the Arizona Cardinals football stadium in in Glendale. And I mean, the venue's incredible. And yeah. when you were walk, you basically had to run from like the end zone. <laughs> to the other end zone yeah. to get on the court. I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh. Like, yeah. we're just running from our yeah. locker room. Yeah. So to your point, like, we must have ran, like, 100 yards. And, and they have, like, half of it blocked off, too. Yeah, You're like, yes, exactly. not even like, using half of the, the blow. Right. Okay. Like, man, we're running pretty far to just get on the floor. But it's true. Like, when, once you get through a practice, like, it, you, you're locked in, and it's it's you're on the yeah. floor. So it's, it is yeah. different. But it's everything that surrounds it. Like, before you get on the floor, it's it, you definitely feel yeah. it. And then you oh, yeah, the you feel and, it. Cause yeah. it's such, I mean, I mean, it's such a huge venue. Like, whoa! And then there's like, I, I forget. Like when we went to the practices, I think there was like twenty thousand plus just to watch you practice. Once you get to like the final, it might might even been more. It, yeah. I mean, but it was a lot. I mean, it was just so. You just look around. And you're just like, whoa! This is this is crazy. But when you know, as a player, when you hop on the court, it's just like you're zoned in. Like. That outside is, I mean, you only see it when you're not focused with a ball in your hand or getting instruction. So mm-hmm. um, to me, it never it never bothered me. But you could definitely, I agree with you, you could tell the size of the venue when you hop in there. You're like, whoa, like, mm-hmm. this ain't no ordinary gym. This is different. This is different. <laughs> the one thing that I, I think is good, um, and I know a lot of coaches still do this, is in those type of venues – you use your practice time and the, the, the practices that are open to the public, yeah, yeah. it's all shooting. And then yeah. you go practice at a high school or, or yeah. some, and that's more game planning strategy. Yeah. You're yeah. actually going through your actual practice. Um, yeah. And I think that's good. I think it's smart. Cause then once you're on the floor, you don't have to worry so much about the practicing. It's more just getting used to everything. Got to make um, one shot. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's exactly right. Everybody and make one like, shot. Let's go. <laughs> yep, that's exactly right. So it, this, this, these, these games are going to be yeah. exciting. And yeah, I, I, I think the other side of the bracket too is fascinating. We got to talk yeah. about like Duke, North Carolina, yeah. first time in the NCAA tournament, coach K last games. Yeah, dude. And, and then you got Hubert Davis, first year head coach. Like it's just, this whole thing is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, um, just, it is. You know, the whole year and then how it's playing out. Um, and I wouldn't sleep on North Carolina at mm-hmm. all. You know, you can, my Any gosh. four of these teams, I think, are capable of winning the national championship. Yeah. And and look, everybody's talking about Duke. And I it, I don't even think they like that it, it's so much of it is about Duke. Because it's just – it's it's probably the Coach K factor talking a little bit here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But – you can't overlook Villanova, Kansas, or no, North Carolina no. in any way, like, at all. And uh-uh. North Carolina, to me, 
Like I saw North Carolina at the beginning of the year and I thought, Oh my gosh, they're so talented, but they were all over the place. Like they just, they, they had agendas and they were not playing team ball at all. They had, they could not handle adversity at all. They got blitzed by Villanova in, in, it was in South Carolina. And then they also got beat pretty badly by Tennessee. Yeah. And so they were, they were bad both, both games. And I thought this team will be okay. They're (laughs) going to under, underachieve. And then here they are. So you give them a ton of credit for just, man, just weathering the storm and and getting through. Um, And that that's going to be, is there any, not to look ahead, but is there anybody you would want to (laughs) see in the national championship game? Because I think any, I think Duke or North Carolina, no matter what, Duke's got the probably more NBA talent for sure. But I think North Carolina is still a team that, that could win it themselves. Uh, The proper answer. (laughs) <laughs> when you sign up for Kansas, you take for who you take whoever's ahead. No, just that's right. That's <laughs> no, right. That's right. No, uh, I don't know, man. Like, ah, oh, man, that's a. I mean, both of those teams to me are very, very scary. And I feel like mm-hmm. if you choose one of them, that means you're thinking one is lesser than the other one. And if you get that opponent, that means you might be overlooking them a little bit. So I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. I think. I think either way, uh, I don't know, man. Jeez. I don't like to it's say tough. I don't know that much. I, I I don't let my son say I don't know. But <laughs> I am saying I don't know. That's a tough one. All right, North Carolina. There we go. There you uh, go. I'll, I'll That's a good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> I would say same. The thing, the thing about Duke, too, man, is I, I, when I think about them, I did not expect them like a week before conference tournaments, maybe two weeks before conference tournaments. I thought they were too young. I thought they were very yeah. talented, but I just didn't think they could close. And I thought they would get punched and not be able to, and they have, I mean, they give them credit. Like (laughs) they've played and and that Arkansas team was dangerous and tough and they handled Arkansas wire to wire. And that that was an impressive win. So they're a dangerous team at the right time. We said this last week, it's all about peaking and all these teams are peaking at the right time. Um, You mentioned fighting fighting for something Duke. They're fighting for a Coach K, man. They man. want they want him you, to go like those players want him to go out in yeah. style. That so, tell me, there's not pressure on those guys. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, you, 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 especially when you're a freshman and you're in the yeah. final four. And you don't know any K, better. Yeah, you don't know any oh, better. We have to coach. We have it's, to. We got to send Coach out with a championship. I, I mean, think those, Coach K would be okay going out making it to the final four. I, I know he wants it all. Absolutely. I know he wants it all. He's like, hey, yeah. my last year final four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's the coaching part of it. I'm sure that's been said to them, but the players, you know, they're like, oh, yeah. we're sending oh, yeah. him out. Yeah, you need the whole thing, coach. That's you right. Need the whole thing. So that's it's right. a great field, man. It's a it's a great field. I uh, do want to touch on a couple things on the Mizzou <laughs> side. <laughs> we got our guest, our guest our speaker. Special of, guest is uh, our special guest is back. <laughs> He he heard you saying I don't know, Jeff. That's why. He came yeah, in. no, he's like, like yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh-uh. are you hiding? So I, did, I did want to I did want to touch on the Mizzou side real quick. Uh, Coach yeah. Gates is going to be down at the uh, Reese's Senior All Star Game in in New Orleans. So that's a, a great honor for him. Yeah, he did lock up a couple commits, which I think are exciting. Mohamed Diara from Garden City Community College is a JUCO player, one of the top JUCO players. It was a good get from six ten, lanky power forward. And then DeAndre Golston from Wisconsin-Milwaukee, who uh, is a good guard uh, that I think is going to give them some <laughs> – Some, I feel like there's a ghost in the room. I really do. I, I feel like it's – You must have heard me uh, talking about this ghost, this ghost screen action. This, that I was, yeah, <laughs> there you go. There you go. 
but I, I do think with Mizzou, they, they got some, they got some transfers uh, on, on the docket too. They're, they yeah. have returners. I think they need to keep Kobe and Caleb Brown, yeah. possibly Dejuan Gordon, but a lot of transfers are in the portal five from, from Mizzou. Uh, but there are some targets out there that I think are really interesting that uh, coach Gates has been in on Heck Terrence yeah. Shannon for one from Texas tech who put his name in. Everybody's going to talk about Xavier Pinson, uh, the former Mizzou point guard that went to LSU He's thinking of coming back. I think that's a real possibility. Yeah. Andre Corbello's in the portal. Um, Hell yeah. From you know, there's a lot of Sean McNeil, West Virginia. I mean, there's some some players there. I do think a lot of this is nil based. Uh, yeah. Oh in terms yeah. Of, yeah. It's just a different world, Jeff. It's crazy. Like I, I don't think I think people that are the Coach players Bates that are in, get them nil deals they, ready, that's, man. That's huh? right. That's right. <laughs> you you better be on top of it. <laughs> you got to. All these guys are seeking it, and yes. they're leaving schools because of it. That's right. Or, you know, and, and obviously they have the, the, the chance to go back. They put their name in the portal. But I do think yeah. it's interesting that, you know, they're all seeking something. Yeah. And that's a big that's a big part of it. And it's <laughs> yes. it's just free. It's free agency yes, right it now. Is. Yes. Which makes which makes do you I think it makes college basketball that much more fun because no, we're gonna, everybody's every team is going to follow the offseason. And every <laughs> you know? team, every team thinks their team is going to boom, like completely be retooled Revamp, and ready to yep. go next year. I mean, yep. I think free that's a- no. It's literally like free agency, man, for real. I think that's what makes this so exciting. <laughs> I, I just think I'm like, man, we're, we're doing this. K State's doing this. Yeah, like there's there's all these schools, especially you know with first year head coaches, where that you know they're gonna look at, to the transfer market. Oh yeah, they're like they're right they're, in there. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. man. Hey, I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Look. That's, that's right. <laughs> I, I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in some of those oh, conversations because, yeah. I mean, man, it, there's a lot to lot to do. Uh, number one, he's got to put a staff together. Like yeah, that's for sure. that's hard enough. So yeah. So look, look there's gonna be a lot of things to to digest in New Orleans. It's gonna be a fun fun weekend. Yeah. Uh, excited for these games. I know you'll yep. be down there cheering on the Jayhawks. Heck yeah, we might might be talking about a national championship game or a Who national knows? championship as well next next week. So Who knows? <laughs> um, safe travels, Jeff, to New Orleans yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. I look forward to you hopefully too, man. See you. you too. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we'll hopefully link see up. down. We'll link up. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, see you down there, man. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be gonna be fun. You bet. You bet. You. All right. All right, Jeff. Talk to you soon. All right. See you guys. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.